Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast. I'm your host, Monique Hong, and I'm here with another great interview with a real estate investing goddess, uh, a woman who is a real estate investor. But today, our, our guest, not only is she a real estate investor, she is a financial intelligence expert. Um, you know, being smart about real estate investing requires being smart about money. Ultimately, it's a money game. And our guest today, Rita Bakuzi, helps women be smarter about money. She, as I said, she is a financial intelligence expert and motivational speaker. She's passionately committed to guiding women and middle Americans to achieve financial peace of mind that includes transforming money conversations and releasing money confusion, expanding their financial knowledge, and building confidence regarding money and wealth, all of which are supremely important if you want to be successful with real estate investing or anything um, financial. Rita leads Wine, Women, and Wealth events and Money 101 educational workshops in in the Southern California area. She's CEO of Flourish, Inc., and partnered with Five Rings Financial. She educates you through her heartfelt mission to reform how you think, plan, interact, and live out your investment and financial life. And I am thrilled to have her here with us today. Welcome, Rita. Thanks, Monique. I am absolutely thrilled to be here. Thank you with such an amazing woman like yourself, um, such a wonderful real estate goddess. You truly inspire me, and I love being surrounded by like-minded women and women and sharing with like-minded women um, just like you said about finances and empowering ourselves so that we can elevate to that next level and make our best decisions for ourselves and you know you do that through educating getting educated right just like you're doing with this show so thank you so much for having me i really am honored and truly appreciate it thank you my pleasure. You're definitely a soul sister, and uh, you know you are um, of one mind about the importance for of women and money and and abundance. So I'm thrilled to have you. So you. I, you know, I want to share your story. You have a you have an inspiring story. You have your real estate investor. You invested in real estate. Yep. How did you get started in real estate investing? So it started a long time ago, actually, like when I was 21. Um, My initial reason for investing was because I actually wanted to move out of my house on my own and sustain. And uh, growing up, I watched um, several friends of my parents become very successful through their real estate investing. And that really inspired me uh, to say, okay, that's the avenue I want to go. So... When I was 20, well, from age 16 to 20, I put enough money aside to put it down on my first condo. So that was my first real estate investment um, many years ago. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, and then my second one was when I was 25. And so um, that bug bit me, and I just loved it because just seeing how you can create passive income and create a self-sustaining lifestyle from real estate was just, it was was exciting. And I was young, and I was still learning a lot for sure. Um, I definitely wanted to teach my kids too, you know. 
That is super inspiring that you were thinking about this as a teenager, um, yes. you know, putting money aside. I, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things like, gosh, I wish if I had known this, as a, <laughs> you're like, where would I be now? Um, but exactly. that's, that's awesome. So where, where are you now with your current investments? So, um, you know, there are, I'm going to say there are life events that happen in life. And where I'm at right now is yeah. I um, currently uh, have one real estate that is uh, buy and hold rental. And mm-hmm. I have an equity partnership. Um, I'm, you know, and I know we're going we're gonna to go over some more things of, you know, how I got here and why. But, you know, one of the things was um, for me personally, I've done some trustee investing. I really mm-hmm. have enjoyed, I really like the buy and hold. There's something about um, giving somebody a home and um, them benefit, uh, benefiting and you also having that win for me personally. And yeah. like I said, there were some life events that shifted in my life um, that created um, a change. Now, um, one of it was the 2008 market crash, and the other piece of it was not really having enough education and support to understand that what I was doing and the steps I was taking were really great. Um, and just to keep on to keep on that path versus jumping off of that path, thinking I was doing something better. So that kind of lends to my where I made mistakes along the way, and uh, and the things that shifted where literally today. Um, I would have had a, definitely a, a very different story. Yeah, well, tell tell us a little bit more about that. So, okay. Um, I know I, I usually will talk about mistakes later, but uh, yeah, yeah, share more about your story, like what what ha- what so happened um, for you. Okay, good. So I know you usually do that a little later, so I kind of wanted to to hold off, but it's a little challenging because where I'm at now is related to you know what's transpired along the way. And yeah. what transpired along the way was, I'm going to say, I was looking at things um, with uneducated eyes, I'm going to say. I, I did a few things right. I had a few people helping me out. But I really didn't have things, I'm going to say, vetted or verified right. One of the mm. things that I would just look at was upside potentials on things. And so mm. when my properties increased in value... Instead of holding on to them, I actually sold my first two. And Mm -hmm. had I not done that today, I would have at least $1.3 million in equity free and clear with at least twelve to fourteen hundred, possibly eighteen hundred in cash flow passive income earnings. And um so that's one of the things that I'm going to say happened because, you know, I was seeing it's kind of like you're on one track, but then you're not realizing, you know, if you veer one way or the other, it's going to create a big shift. I was looking really only at the aspect of appreciation and getting the money out of the appreciation and not thinking about the other effects of maybe the economy, like the 2008 situation. Nor was I thinking that I would ever have a health event along the way, which also happened. And um, yeah, so tell us a little bit more about that and what ha- what that okay. did for you. Yeah, I had several 
health events, but the biggest one was when um, seven years ago I was diagnosed with cancer. And fortunately enough for me, uh, it was only stage one, and I had to go through treatment. But just before that happened, so to kind of go in succession of orders, I had those properties. The markets went up. I sold them, but I didn't sell them at the top. Um, Mm -hmm. I ended up, I was working in corporate and believing the myths that I had everything in place for me if anything should ever happen. And in 2008, the real estate market did affect me as a small investor, uh, despite the fact that really I actually did have um, some good coaching and experts involved. But as we all know, the gov- when the government ga- gets involved, the, games change, the game changes, and mm-hmm. most of us couldn't expect what had happened at that time. So that happened, that depleted half of my resources. The one good thing is I had planned enough and had had enough um, coaching and education and knowledge that my reserves helped from uh, keeping me from going into foreclosure. Then, just two years later, I had my life event. I was diagnosed with cancer. And not understanding the fact that just because I was in corporate and I had all my benefits for my corporate job, that those, uh, I'm going to say benefits, benefits would just disappear after four months of being sick. And Mm. uh, that was, that was really at a time when I needed it most to have that blow was really hard. And um, learning hard, you know, the hard way while I was sick that, you know, sometimes I needed, well, I actually did need some life-saving treatment during that time yeah. period, only to find out that that life-saving treatment, because they were in the form of injections, were covered under uh, a drug formulary. It wasn't about it, whether it was life or death. It now became an approved drug, which was then not covered. So when you're sick, as anybody knows, you know, we all have our income that comes into our life and we all have our expenses that come into our life and hopefully our income is always above our expenses. But when you're sick, that's not typically what happens. Your income takes a dive. um, Your expenses go up like did with mine um, and you're living on a lot less and just trying to get healthy. You shouldn't be worrying about your finances. But in fact, that was what I was doing because a year prior, I had learned about benefits that could have protected me from that very situation, and that's what brought me to teaching to today, especially women and you know middle-income America, because these types of benefits and plans and strategies and choices that we can make for these benefits are not readily being taught. People are being told still what to do. They're not being taught so they could make their own decisions. So I like teaching people, empowering people, so that they can make their best decision. Because I believe if that, if I had been taught, it would have been a much different story for me. Because I was 43 at the time I was diagnosed when I was sick. And so, mm-hmm. I, you know, healthy soccer mom, I thought, oh, I can wait till January. You know, I was in the corporate world. I have all my benefits. Life is good. Everything's okay. And I thought, you know, I can wait till January to get this done. Well, I got sick in November, so two months shy, mm. which made all the difference in the world of having any choice 
of what I could implement, if I could turn on an income or have some other reserve other than doing what I had to do, which was deplete the rest of my cash reserves, my accounts, and tap into the equity of our home. Uh, you know, to have been better prepared to protect those assets uh, for other things and tap into something else, I wish I had known at the time, but I just didn't. And so yeah. all we can do is with our life lessons is we could either cry over them or we can do something about creating a change that's better for other people in the future. And that's what I chose is to teach people just how to do Beautiful. that. And that's what we do with our classes. Um, and part of it is our relationship with money and what we've been taught. Um, has that discussion happened in our home with you know, with us growing up from our parents, or have we learned it in school? And if we haven't, where can we tap into these resources? And I'm going to say without paying, you know, multiple figures, six figures or five figures to learn about all of this, because that is possible. Uh, And at the time, I didn't know that. So I spent a lot of money learning about all of this because nothing was available at the time. And now things are changing, and I'm really, really, really happy about that, excited, because it really is changing for all of us in many ways. Um, I'm going to say, like, what you're doing right now. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, I I just want to highlight a couple of the things that you said, because, you know, and this is partly why I am so passionate about helping women create passive income streams through real estate and having, you know, these real estate – uh, pr- uh, properties that you can not only you're getting passive income that's n- not tied to your job, but also mm-hmm. that you can there's equity you can tap into. So many of us are taught that you know the way you get money is you you work for it and you have a job and you trade your time for money. Period. And um, you know you might put some into a retirement account um, that goes into stocks that you can have as a, when you retire, but people don't really think, you know, what would happen if I got sick and I can't work? Um, and it's not just you. I bet, uh, you know, I just had to deal with this with my brother who had cancer. It's not just you who can't work. It's often the spouse can't work too because they're taking you to uh, um, to appointments. And, you know, there's it's, there's a lot of there are a lot of expenses that, that show up that are unexpected. And, and so having um, plans B and C and having other sources of income is crucial. So um, I know, so you became, you know, from, from what you, you experienced, you know, you turned to, to becoming a financial intelligence expert. Why do you think there's so much money confusion and lack of financial intelligence out there? Because as as uh, one of the things that I say, um, along with my associates that I work with, is that it's not a lack of money problem. It's a lack of money education problem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I'm going to say, and I hear it all the time, well, the schools should be doing a better job of that. Well, the reality is the schools 
have a business model that's been working for many, many years and is still working for them. And it really isn't up to the schools to teach us about money unless you specifically are going to school for a business or economic education. The reality is we have our households and we deal with money that comes in and goes out likely on a daily basis. So we're dealing with that resource of money every day. And it is up to us to find the ways to learn about that. Um, and that's what I was doing. I, I felt very strongly about that. If it was, I was going to say, well, somebody should be teaching my children, then why not me? So then how can I find out? So at, that t- at the time when I was coming out of my sickness, the only thing I could think about is I could go back to school and learn about finance. But for me, the book part of it and the theory part of it, wasn't as good as learning from people who have had experiences. You know, just like if somebody has done real estate investing, do you want to learn from somebody who's actually walked the walk, or do you want to learn from somebody who's teaching you from a book? So for me, it just made more sense to learn from somebody who has gone, who's walked the walk. And if they're a millionaire or a billionaire, and I took several of these courses with, um, you know, people who have amassed wealth, and now they were teaching about it. So I felt it was a wise investment for me because my intention was to leverage that and then go back and share it with the world and teach it. And more specifically, definitely to women, we're the nurturers of our communities. We tend to, when we learn something great, we share it. We we teach yeah. our children, we teach our friends, we bring them along, you know, for anything that's a great ride. Uh, we want everybody to win and do well. And so that's why, you know, the focus on women is really to build confidence around that money relationship, uh, start having the conversations we typically haven't had, get away from the, you know, societal isms that are the negative of that, start to create that mindset, self-develop, and also use the knowledge. So it's a much more holistic way of approaching money and do it with, you know, fun and positive experiences. Because if something, if you're having a negative experience with it, do you really want to approach it? And typically the answer is no, right? And so let's just start to to enjoy ourselves, learn, and grow together. And that's, you know, kind of how I view it all. Yeah, so true. And ultimately, you know, somebody, if you want to become a real estate investor, ultimately you have to have a really healthy relationship with money because it's a money yeah. it's a money thing, right? It's a money issue. So um, I want to jump a little bit because okay. to a different, a slightly different topic, Okay. Related to something you, you teach about, and Rita and I had coffee a couple months ago, and she was telling me about this product that um, I actually have a, a one and um, can use it in real estate investing. So I want to I want to talk about this because it's something that a lot of people don't know about, and I thought was really fascinating, and that is tax free index accounts. So can you tell us, can you share with with us um, what is a tax-free index account and how can a real estate investor use one? Okay. So I'm going to give you a definition that's uh, actually from Tony Robbins. Uh, I don't know if you had the opportunity or anybody out there has had the opportunity to read Money Master the Game, which is this, I'm not going to say, giant encyclopedia of a book. 
Um, yeah. that, you know, for a lot of people, I'm going to say I recommend audibles. It just makes it a lot easier to go through. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very good, right? but I did, I did get through it. <laughs> but it's awesome. full of really amazing content. So, yeah. It is. Um, okay. And he specifically mm-hmm. divine, defines index accounts as the ability to passively own the upside of the market while protecting your money from the downside. And so it is an account, a tax-free index account is just that. It's an account that grows tax-deferred, and money can come out of it tax-free. So this is something I sit down and, you know, we review with our clients. So if you're a real estate investor, you're, you're building your money into this account or putting your money into this account, and that at one point you can have the money come out and you can utilize that money to invest in you know, whatever piece of real estate that you want. And this is something I have very specific conversations with my clients about. Um, this is something, you know, we, we discuss a lot and we're very um, uh, intentional about what is going on, what we're doing so that we make sure everything is done just right. And that money all the while is still also growing in that other account. So, this way you have that money that you know that you know that you never want to lose structured correctly and then at the same time you're leveraging so that you can grow your money whether say it's a buy and hold passive income so now you're creating actually two passive income streams of money for yourself and that's kind of a simple way to do it really I'm going to say this is why we do the Money 101 workshop, which is six key money principles, and we do go into much more detail, but that's about a 50-minute class. And it's free for people, and we do um, offer that where I, by invitation, we do it on webinar or we do it live around the L.A., um, I'm going to say Los Angeles County, but also down in the San Diego County area as well as that's being taught. um, So people can jump in and, and see a live class if they want to, you know, they do better in a live setting versus a virtual setting, but we do have both. Great. So um, at the at the end of our conversation, we'll talk more about how people can get in touch with you and find out more about that, that class and your other gatherings. Um, and, I, and I just want to highlight one thing that she said and why these tax-free index accounts are super, super interesting. Your same dollar invested can, you know, because you're structuring it, can be invested in two things and growing at the same time simultaneously. So um, it, it's pretty amazing. So you have, at one hand, it's in this market account that's, you know, taking advantage of gains in the real in the stock market, but not having losses. And you can, you know, kind of borrow, quote unquote, or like pull out a certain amount of money from that account and invest it in real estate at the same time. So it's still growing in this other account and you're investing it in real estate. So it's a super cool. And what actually adds to that cool super product. cool is it's contractually guaranteed to have a 0% loss because it's in an index account. It's not in a fund. It's kind of like being on the sidelines participating. You're not in the stock market participating. So there's no loss on top of it all. Yeah, so I have one that is, it's it's like that, a little different. It does, it has, it's always growing, so it's a, a minimum mm-hmm. of one percent, but it is maxed out at twelve percent. But uh, so right. 
so I'm get you know I'm getting up to twelve percent and I'm getting no less than one percent and no no losses and I'm able to pull out and reinvest it in other things. So it's a super interesting um, uh, product and something to to think about and um, you know and maybe put into your financial planning. So I just wanted and to I share that because I remember us talking about it and it was and it's I think it's a great. I agree. Um, I think. I think that it's just important just to be curious enough to learn, you know, and just to see. And I'm one of those people. I love learning. Um, and then if something is right for you, it's right for you. And if it's not, that's okay. You've you've learned something new. And, and just like to your point, you know, there's nothing that's not, you know, there, it's not too good to be true because there is that, that ceiling, um, you know, and like in your case, it's 12%. So while a very good product, you know, it's guaranteed, your money's growing, and then, like you said, you know, you're doing the real estate and doing that, and really you're just maximizing. And this is what wealthy people like the Carnegies, the Rockefellers, and the Vanderbilts have been doing for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So part of building wealth is growing it, and then part of building wealth is not losing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's right. So that that's something to think about. Um, I love it. So now, I know we you touched upon it, but I wanted to get back to this question uh, because, you know, when I, I, I always ask this of every guest and I think we learn so much more about from our mistakes than we learn when things are going swimmingly well, right? So what was your biggest mistake in your real estate investing career? What did you learn from it? So the biggest mistake was definitely selling um, because I was really actually, and I'm going to say I was naive, and I was talked into it saying, hey, this was the market high, get it, you know, get what you can right now, and then, you know, you can go from there. And in all reality, I should have listened to more than one opinion. I should have had three opinions. I, I like to do that now. A girlfriend of mine taught me that, actually, um, you know, that's a real estate investor as well. And, you know, mm-hmm. the other thing that I talk about, the education is, uh, while I paid so much for it, there's so much available to us, and the real estate investment um, groups that are out there, I highly recommend people getting educated, and I wished I had known about that. But now one of the things that I do to keep my success going is really to surround myself with mentors, teachers, trainers, coaches, accountability partners, people that I can constantly you know, go to and make sure that I'm making the right decision and get three opinions or, you know, they, they may all be the same and that's awesome or two may be the same. Or if they're all three different, then I'm going to keep going to make sure what I'm doing is really making um, the best sense. So in other words, vetting what I'm doing. Yeah, really good. Um, and so the, the, the flip side then to that question is what are you most proud of? You know what, I'm, I, I think I'm most proud of the fact that I've always just been curious and I no longer let people talk me into things. I go and I learn. And when I learn something great, then I help share it. And that's what I'm most proud of is being able to create a shift in other people's lives and they have opportunities that maybe I otherwise did not have at the time or I did not see. So that's, you know, I'm going to say that's what I'm most proud of is being able to help people get to do what I didn't get to do at the time. Mm, Beautiful. And to what do you attribute your success? 
definitely it, it's it's the my success is because of surrounding myself with like-minded people always being resilient looking forward and really just having the best mentors the best trainers and the best teachers around me all the time i definitely could not do it without an army and having an amazing accountability partner who you know poses the question you know you always want to ask yourself the right questions well sometimes i'm stuck and i don't know what that is but when i'm talking to one of those people they'll ask me a question that will help me to think and guide myself into the right direction Mm, beautiful so um and what advice would you give a woman just starting out in the in this field of real estate investing or you know another way of another question or way of asking is what do you wish you'd known at the beginning that you now know Uh, I think I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but honestly, for the real estate investing, I really wished that I had just started attending RIAs with the the sole intention of learning and hearing and seeing what resonated with me, because there's so many facets to real estate investing, and really Mm -hmm. find people that resonate with you and the information and education, and then really learn it very well. And a lot of it can be learned, I'm going to say, by going to these groups And then there are a lot of different programs, but finding the one that is right for you, and I'm going to say it doesn't need to be this big, um, expensive uh, education like I did. So I think I could have saved a lot of money by going maybe to RIA's in my local area for six months and going to them regularly and really getting the best view of what resonated with me and then choose that and then go from there. I think that will save people thousands of dollars, literally. Yeah, good advice. Um, And we're going to end the show like we do every show, which is the Trinity. But before we get into the Trinity, uh, what's the best way for people to reach you and find out more about what you do and, you know, in your classes and events? Okay, perfect. So the Best way right now um, to find out about classes, I have a meetup group called Wine, Women, and Wealth. And men and women can join the meetup. Ladies are the only ones that can attend the Wine, Women, Wealth. And the Money 101, Six Key Money Principles class is co-ed for men and ladies. So, And all those are free learning for people so that they can just start getting educated and being around like-minded people. And they can email me at flourish with at, excuse me, flourish at ritabocuzzi.com. And um, you want to spell they can also people? text me if they'd like, 818-276-5375. Okay. All right. And um, flourish is like the word at Rita, R-I-T-A-B-O-C-C-U-Z-Z-I. The two C's, yes. C's right? Dot com. Yes. Okay. All right. So, and now we're going to end with a, a trinity. So, trinity is a brag, what you are celebrating right now, um, and then one thing you're grateful for, and one thing you desire. So, what are you, what are you bragging, babe? Uh, what I'm bragging about is um, things are expanding out here in the L.A. County area. We're going to be having 
um, the Wine, Women, Wealth, and the Six Key Money Principles done in what I call Spanglish, so Spanish and English, Mm -hmm. bridging communities and getting that education out there for the communities that need it. And so um, we're expanding in the L.A. area and just growing, and I'm always looking for more people who want to expand and grow and, and love what they do. So I'm really, this it's just taking off like uh, gangbusters right now because uh, people are loving it. They want it. They need it. We need it. And we're going to be changing the way wealth is done generationally. I can see it. I can feel it. It's happening. And that's awesome. So that's mm, my brag. Well bragged. Well bragged. <laughs> well bragged. And I and I've been to an event, this yummy wine and food, and super. I went to the wine woman and wealth event, and um, super fun ladies and um, and Rita's great energy. So if you're in Southern California, definitely check her out. All right. So um, what are you grateful for? I am grateful for. I'm going to say my faith and my resilience together. I think they go hand in hand because I know as entrepreneurs, investors, you know, life will happen. Things go up, things go down. But if you always have that vision, that why, that mission, something that's heartfelt that you know you believe in, it just keeps you going. And I am just, honestly, I'm grateful for feeling and knowing my purpose in life that keeps me resilient and, and just ever faithful to keep on moving forward. Mm, beautiful. And last but not least, what's one thing you desire? Uh, uh, that one was a hard one. On, on, on the business side, I really want to elevate middle-income America. I want to cut the bankruptcy rate in half, which is currently 62% just due to medical-related wow. issues. That hits my heart, and I want that to stop, and I believe we can cut that in half just by educating people. And and then I also want to travel a lot more with family and just enjoy life, and I want other people to be able to do that, and I believe we all can. Mm. So shall your desires be, or so much better than you can imagine under grace and in perfect ways. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you so much for this fantastic interview. Thank you for sharing your story and um, and sharing your knowledge with us. You again, you guys can find her by going on Meetup and checking out Wine, Women, and Wealth, and uh, flourish at RitaBacuzzi.com, and she also uh, left a, a phone number. So thank you so much. And you can connect with me at the realestateinvestorgoddesses.com website. There you can uh, get a free ebook, The Real Estate Success Blueprint, The Seven Crucial Steps Every Woman Must Take to Be a Successful Real Estate Investor. You can also join the free REIG Investor Club, which gives you access to all sorts of cool real estate investments. So that is there plus so much more. So get in touch and we will catch you next time for another real estate investor goddess interview. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.